0: What's going on everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Crazy Face Uno podcast, where everyone has a story, and everyone's story matters. What's your story? If you'd like to support the show and help us tell more stories, like the one you're about to hear, please visit crazyfaceuno.com today. There, you can purchase items from our online store or donate. As always, I'm your host, Shane McNeely, and boy... Are you in for a treat today? It is my honor and privilege to introduce our guest today. Please welcome Joao Couto. Welcome, Joao. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me
1: on, Shane. I appreciate Absolutely. it.
0: Absolutely. Thanks so much for coming on. I am excited to talk to you. If you're listening and um, so, Joao, you're from Brazil. So your name is Portuguese, but you, you went yes. by, we met in college and we called you jc
1: yes yes that's actually the guidance counselor at the time before yeah i came over she was like ah i think we're gonna go with jc <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's fine
0: yeah. it works <laughs> yeah 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 so if i call you jc in the podcast that's why i just want to give a little backstory for people listening but um yeah i'm really excited we i don't know you know it's funny because i don't really feel like i knew you super well but like we knew each other, you know. Bethel College wasn't a very big school, so uh, kind of everybody knew of each other and, and knew about each other and knew things about each other. But um, yeah, so I'm I'm really excited to have you on and kind of hear more about your life and more about what you're doing these days.
1: Awesome, awesome, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bethel was not very big, but obviously <laughs> the friends that we had in common too.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Kind
1: of, kind of get to know each other through. That friendship that you have with someone else that's your friend too it's kind of interesting so
0: yeah absolutely when i was trying to think so i well i walked i didn't technically graduate but i walked uh 2010 so i, I ended up graduating later but um i walked with my class in 2010 when did you come to bethel
1: i came in in 2009 okay that's and what I, was thinking. I graduated
0: yeah graduated 13 cool cool yeah that's uh, that's what I was seeing. I was actually, do you remember Tony Wiltsey? Yes,
1: yes. Yeah, so
0: I was talking to him this morning. He's one of my good buddies. So I'm uh, heading to Indiana uh, soon, and, and we're trying to get together and catch up. So uh, I was talking cool. to him. I was like, yeah, I'm doing a podcast later today. And he's like, oh, yeah, who's, who's coming on? So he's like, oh, yeah, I used to always make him sandwiches at uh, the Acorn back in the day.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah, right? 100%.
0: That was like the yeah. That was the spot.
1: <laughs> but, oh, well, for sure. <laughs> it looks so much better now, too. Have you been there lately? <laughs>
0: uh, I, I've walked through, so Sam Palumbo. Do you remember him?
1: Yes, I remember him, too.
0: Yeah. So Sam's another one of my really good friends. He's one of my best friends, Tony. and So we all went back and uh, kind of our college pals, our college guys that we hung around with, we all got together this last July yeah. and uh, hung out together. And so Sam and I got there a little early and walked around Bethel and walked through the old library, it looks exactly the same, and yep. uh, <laughs> walked around campus. So yeah, we saw the acorn, we saw all that stuff, so crazy. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's cool, that's cool. It's
0: like throwback, <laughs> you know?
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs>
0: but, well, JC, what, what are you up to these days? I mean, it's been quite a few years um yeah, been, yeah. but what are what are you doing these days i know you're involved with a few different things but what are you up to
1: yes for sure i i am a p.e. teacher a p.e. Nice. and health teacher at a middle school um here in indianapolis indiana uh, nowadays yeah. uh, in zionsville uh, on the oh, west cool. side of town um yeah i i started there this summer this past summer i had been in fort Wayne, indiana for the past uh six years uh before we moved in But yeah, I've been there uh, for a little bit of time now, just just over six months, and uh, I've I've enjoyed it. I have sixth, seventh, and eighth graders uh, in PE and health class, Um, and on my kind of my my downtime, if I should say, yeah, I do. I do coach. I coach soccer, and uh, I have I have a few teams with a club called Indie Premier. Nice. I'm here in Indianapolis, uh, fairly big club. Yeah, um, but I do love that too. I enjoy enjoy both aspects of of my job and keeps me busy. But um, I, I appreciate I appreciate that I get to do it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, soccer. It's such a good sport. It's something that, like, that's how you know. Like, I got to watch you play soccer at Bethel, and like, that's kind of like how one of the big things I remember about you is like playing soccer and and i'm not surprised that you're coaching and you're a very talented guy and uh i love watching you've got videos that you you do on uh on facebook and stuff and i love watching that like i don't really play too much anymore you know like i every once in a while i I just moved to florida so i don't really have the network yet but
1: um right
0: mostly for lack of trying let's be honest because there's there's lots of people that are that are playing playing soccer playing football down here sure. so but for sure. uh yeah it's funny i i like love watching those cuz i'm like man i wish i had these like when I was growing up, you know, like
1: <laughs> I know, right? I know, isn't that crazy? Technology
0: kids, is an amazing it's thing. It's unbelievable. Yeah, but yeah.
1: Kids yeah. always asking, oh, what should I do? What should I do in my own time? What should I do to get better?" I'm like, "Look at this, you know." Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. There's like a million hundred ways on videos on the internet.
0: Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> well, and I love the like subtle variations that you do as well. You know, just like inside outside of your foot, or even I I was watching one today actually earlier, but it was you know talking about like why because i feel like when i was growing up i played soccer all my life and mm-hmm. uh, you know i played i don't know if i played whenever you're there i didn't play my senior year of college so but i i was on the jv team at bethlehem you know, right. uh freshman sophomore junior year and decided not to not to do that my senior year but um, yeah i don't know it's like the you do the like the little drills and stuff in you know all your practices but i loved Today, or the one I saw, I think it's one of your most recent ones, where you were talking about how if the player, you know, bites on your, your fake, you know, then you, like, you go ahead and go forward. And if he doesn't, right, then you right. pull it back. Yep. And it's just yeah, simple things yep. like that that it seems simple and logical, but it doesn't always, like, translate when you're, like, learning. Um,
1: no, for sure not, for sure Because a lot of the times, all, you, all, you, all we're all we learning to do is, like, oh, you do this, and then you go. Yeah, and if it doesn't, what if it doesn't work? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like what, what, what if the defender takes the ball away from me? Then
0: yeah, <laughs> and I love. So I, I was a wrestling coach for the last six years oh, until I moved okay. here. So like I've cool. I played, I, I was a wrestler and whatnot, and so there's a lot of like hands-on, a lot of you know different technique and stuff that, and we go through a lot of the sim- similar things. But um, it's just interesting too because sometimes you're not folk You're like so focused on getting the move right that you forget like what you're actually trying to accomplish. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. And, yes. and especially with like the foot ball coordination that you're trying to do with soccer or hand eye coordination or whatever you want to call it. But, um, it's just, it's just interesting. I, I love that. I love the detail. I love, I love all of what you're doing. I think it's really cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then and I wish, I wish I had a little bit more time to, to do a little bit more, but sure. you know, I try, I try, I just put some out there. So, cause um the kids will will watch a little bit you know the yeah. players that i'm coaching or the players that i'm around with because i don't have the time to to go train them individually but i do yeah. have some time you know hey and this doesn't take much space you can no you know, go anywhere anywhere, anywhere. anywhere so yeah work on it for a little bit and uh that's a good workout and then you move on to your the rest of your day so yeah
0: well and it's just good it's good to like keep the ball at your foot you know i mean right, it's right, amazing right. lots of touches yeah it's amazing i mean in the wrestling world and soccer you know everything like when you playing year-round you you exponentially grow your skills and 100%. your technique and keeps it f- like front in your mind like i even remember back in the day when i was like in high school or whatever and um you took the summer off and you didn't do any academics or you didn't do anything. You get back to school and you're like, ah, man, I feel so dumb right now. Like what? <laughs> like it takes like a week or so to like get back in that rhythm, you know, where you're like, Oh yes. yeah. Okay. One plus yeah, one totally. equals two. I get it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Totally agree. Totally agree. So when we don't take breaks, obviously we get, we'll get that much better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At Bethel, what was your, what was your major? What was your,
1: so I majored, I majored in health and PE. Okay. Um, yeah, I wanted I wanted I wanted to be somewhat um something similar to a teacher or a coach. Yeah. Um from the get go. That's kind of what what I wanted to do uh from the beginning. So
0: Yeah, that's cool. What what um when so you said you just started this last like summer? You got hired yeah, on
1: for, for yeah, for this for, for this Zionsville. school system. Yeah. I had been I had been teaching and teaching and coaching in Fort Wayne for the past the past six years so i've been teaching
0: this is my seventh year teaching oh great that's awesome yeah Yeah. how how do you like teaching it is it what you thought it was going to be is it
1: no yeah i I do love it i think i think for me in the art area i think in pe you know i um my expectations were pretty pretty much what it is now you know a lot of the times is like it's just getting the kids motivated to to be active and yeah. and you know participate in activities and sports and mm-hmm. and not just sit around yeah um and m- most of it is what i expected to be obviously there's some ins and outs of teaching and paperwork yeah that yeah, yeah i didn't think i was gonna have to do but there's <laughs> but nothing
0: Surprise, like right?
1: it's nothing terrible with nothing too big yeah. i what i know i was just listening to one of your guests and she was a fifth or sixth grade teacher yeah and those guys are heroes. Not that my job is easy. Yeah, but those guys they do so much.
0: Yeah, for the
1: kids, you yeah, know, and I get sure. to see them thirty minutes a day, forty minutes a day. Yeah, um, and we try to get them as going as fast as possible. But then they leave, you know, and then yeah. they get to see those other teachers constantly. So those guys are the true heroes. I just I'm just there to try to have some fun with them, and and mm-hmm. and I love that. I love that.
0: Yeah, it's a you're in an interesting you know like. Because you have such a short time, it's hard to like really, I guess, probably build some of those relationships and really invest into the students. But is that, I'm, I'm sure you get a little bit more of that with coaching during the, the season. Yes, and stuff. for
1: sure. Because with, with, with coaching, you know, I see them, I see them even in two year periods. You know, mm. there are teams that we keep for two years. And so yeah. we see them grow and, and move from place to place. For example, this past semester, I just, I just saw a group of, you know, a total of 133 kids, 135 kids through the semester. And then now in January, when we get back, um, I get to see a whole new set of
0: 130 kids. So it's a
1: semester course, you know, so they they come through a semester, they leave and then we see them around in school. But in a school like ours, we have 1800 kids.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's grade, so,
1: many. so we don't—we're not really seeing them, and mm-hmm. um, you know, fortunately, you build some of those relationships with one or two or three kids, yeah, that really enjoy your class, and they you know when they come say hi, yeah, you know, they wonder about what you're doing, and and you know you get to build that relationship, but it, in a sense, you kind of see them, they leave, and then you wait until next year, yeah. when, when you get to see them again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah,
0: I love that's like the my favorite part of the coaching aspect of things is definitely the mentorship part and like this building relationships and um you know I, I kind of I've wrestling season is right now and uh, this is my first year in about the last 6 years that I haven't coached and I'm it's it's weird it's different it's uh it's unique yes. you know like I'm kind of enjoying yes. the downtime because this time of year was you get it when you're coaching it's just like go 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 all the time and right, uh, right. A lot of time, a lot of, your, a lot of your time is spent, you know, for you, it's on the field. For me, it was in a gym and
1: right. um,
0: whatever. But I loved building those relationships and working on those, like, mental blocks and, and some of those, like, mental, you know, the mental toughness piece. Right, and it doesn't matter right. what sport you're in or what, what you're doing. There's always these, like, little mental blocks that, that keep you know, your athletes and and students and it carries over into real life. It carries over into every aspect of your life.
1: And that's kind of the great thing about teaching and coaching that I I see. It's like, you know, like, can I give you here mm. that it's going to carry you over to your everyday life?
0: You uh, know? Like I love the that. Little
1: pieces, little bits yeah. and things that you talk and you discuss. And sometimes it's not even the technique or yeah. the, what you're trying to teach, no. you know. Sometimes just that conversation that happens in between activities yeah. or after training. Yeah. And you go, yes. And then the light bulb turns on, you know, and it turned mm-hmm. on for me when I was a kid, you know. Yeah. Like, oh that's what you're talking about yeah that's great to see that in in the kids that i work with that's fantastic
0: yeah i agree it's it's the best it's definitely one of my favorite parts for sure of coaching and something i miss i miss that that mentorship that relationship building and um, watching just students and athletes grow and and develop into the young men and women that they that they are the young people right it's cool for for sure you are you're married Yes. And, and you guys, I, you two, I, f- I forget your wife's name, but you guys met at Bethel, correct?
1: Yes, Meredith. She played Meredith, She played so- on the soccer team at yeah, Bethel yeah. as well.
0: Yeah, so you and Meredith. And then do you have a child as well?
1: Yes, we have two. We two? Just, we have a newborn at home. Nice. Uh, she is a month old, just best uh, nice. Monday. Um, her name is Gianna, and we have a little boy, three and a half. His name is Oscar.
0: Oh, that's so cute! That's awesome. Yeah. How has uh, fatherhood been for you?
1: <laughs> it's, been, it's been fun. Yeah. It's been great. Yeah. It's harder than harder than you know uh, than I thought. <laughs> uh, but uh, but nonetheless, it's uh, it's been a very uh, very fun to to just you know when when they're born, it's like they have no idea of anything yeah and just going through life with them um, and my three and a half year old now sure. you know he's obviously a lot more aware of things that happen and so the questions that he asks and the things that he do and I'm like, that he does i'm like wow yeah it's crazy uh but yeah i was even when, when he was born um i was teaching and i had a principal who was really uh, really good guy uh, that i had a great relationship with and i remember him telling me by the time that oscar was uh, was gonna be born and he told me his story that once his first was born, he was like, He got home the, after the two days in the hospital. He got home and he goes, Looks at his wife, life, he goes, Where's the manual? You know, like <laughs> how how do we do this? Yeah, right. And then he's looking at his kid and was like, What are we doing? And and I remember the exact same feeling, you yeah. know, like, like they let me home
0: with this thing? <laughs> yes, like,
1: coming home from the hospital and going, Huh, mm. What do we do now?
0: Yeah. know, Yeah. But it's
1: fun. It's, it's yeah. You know, just teach and grow, and you know, I see all the changes that happen so quickly. Yeah, I, I think I that's really, the
0: beauty of it. You know, it's not just like I don't know. I I'm not a father yet. Uh, my wife and I we want to have kids one of these days, but right now we're enjoying our life and. Yeah, we're, we're happy do. with where we're at. Wow. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah right? right? That's kind of like our uh, our thoughts as well. But, you know, yeah. as I think about it, you know, and the more I think about becoming a father and, you know, a lot of my friends have kids. You know, most of my friends, I'm I'm 32. So, um, you know, I'm at that age where a lot of my friends have have kids now. And uh, I, I see them growing and I see them going together, growing together. And, and I think that that's really it. You know, it's like, yes, you're, raising a child but you're both learning you're both 100 and it's like this pushing pushing each other and and maybe you don't always like feel that from you know the reciprocating part of that from the child but i think it's definitely there as you like learn about 100%. yourself and learn about how yes. you want to teach and and learn about how you want to raise your children and right.
1: the things and what that you, you value. believe what yeah. you know what you value and yeah. because you, you're like oh am i teaching oh and is that the right thing to teach. Yeah. Yeah. I like, right. was like,
0: I've always done this, uh, okay. but do I want my kid to do that too? You know? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: Absolutely. I, I'm, I think that that's a valuable aspect of like parenting and parenthood and, and mm-hmm. growing for sure. For sure. Cool. Well, sure. you know, let's, uh, let's throw it back. Let's, let's take it back a little ways. And, uh, why don't you tell us about your childhood? What was, what was your childhood like?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was interesting. Um, I I like you said. I grew up in Brazil um, all the way up until uh, when I was eighteen to nineteen years old, um, and obviously, you know, Needless to say, it's very different than sure. uh, than what we have around here in the states. Um, and even now, I look I look at how my son is growing up, and I'm going, "This is so different than what mm. I had," you know, than what yeah. I than what I experienced. But in what uh, ways? But yeah, I grew up. Um, in a in a single a single family home like my mom and dad got divorced when I was really young and that's the other thing about fatherhood that I'm Mm. like you know I want to be I want to be a great dad that I can have you know I don't I don't know what it means to have a great dad but Mm. I know I don't want my son to have the experience that I had you know because I wish I had my dad there you know for the moments for the for the things that I did you know the games that I played uh, everything you know yeah um, that you get to do. With your mom and dad, and uh, so my mom worked here um you know to raise my sister and I uh, there's two of us um she was single, but obviously, but you know she always did her best to yeah to give us everything we needed um and it was good, I think it was a good experience because, like I said, one, um I know how I don't want to be my, to my kids, yeah you know, I learned the opposite way, and I also learned the hard-working mentality that my mom always had. Mm. She, um, you know, she always had to work so freaking hard, um, you know, to provide mm-hmm. and yeah. to make sure that things were in place and things were working. Um, and I saw that, how much she put into. And, you know, nowadays when I go, you know, yeah, I, I have two jobs and, you know, I, I work long hours, but guess what? And I'm, I'm trying to provide the best that I can to the kids, the yeah. family, and to the people around me, you know, and, and giving my best at every turn and that's kind of thing mm. i learned from her growing up um you know we we walked to school or we biked to school you know there's yeah. no like there's no really buses yeah um you know uh it, it was like a 25 minute walk and obviously the weather was always super nice yeah <laughs> we like, oh, bad weather really sure uh, but uh you know had, had good friends and the way it works um, and I'll tell I'll explain a little bit just uh, so you understand. So instead of the teachers uh, in school, for example, instead of the teachers, um, kind of having their own classroom, yeah, uh, the kids stay in the classroom. So the teachers kind of move around oh. and go teach their subject to the different classes.
0: I kind of like that. So
1: yes. And, and, and obviously it's kind of most like elementary school feeling sure. throughout your entire school career. Yeah. Um, yeah from kindergarten all the way up to you know to senior in high school so uh, the way it works is that there's a lot of schools in one town so my town was considerably small compared to other towns compared to indianapolis now for example
0: sure we had a small town what was your town called
1: uh paracatu it's a small town outside of brasilia which is the capital um Mm -hmm. but so uh the way it worked is there's a lot of different schools. Mm-hmm. So you kind of had, you kind of kind of chose like the school that was a little bit closer to use, but there's no like districts. No. Yeah. So you could just choose what which school you went to essentially. Um, and because of that reason, our class was like, our class size was 30, 32 uh-huh. um, on a regular basis each year. You know, we would miss, would lose two kids here and there getting yeah. two kids here and there. Uh, but throughout from, first grade on i essentially had the same people in my class mm. all the way up to uh when i was a freshman in high school when i left that town but so those kids that i saw every single day yeah. we saw each other every day throughout the entire you know six seven eight years of wow. our life yeah. essentially uh, which in a sense is really cool because we built this bond you know like yeah. right now there's a group of 15 16 of us that You know, every time we're back in town, the same time we get together, you know, we, you know, we talk about the old days. It's it's super (laughs) fun. Yeah, that's cool. Obviously, everybody has their own careers and jobs now. But, yeah, uh, but it was super cool, you know, how close we we were able to get. Um, But in another sense, too, though, it it limits our kind of relationship spectrum, you know, because in our school, the only 30 people in our grade was those people in your class. Essentially, there's nobody else in your grade. Um, that was the same age as you, so a bit different, um, but it was it was awesome. Um, you know, I loved growing up with those guys and and seeing seeing them grow and, and growing yeah. with them. Um, how great. do
0: you when you look at that? How you know, like you grew up and how um, you know, like the education system is was for you in Brazil, and now the education system that you teach in, and you kind of. I'm sure you get to see that and you, you had some some different ideas or thoughts. What what do you think about like the differences and the pros and cons? Like do you have any
1: thoughts Yes, on that? yes, for sure. So uh so for example, I think I think the school day here in the States are a little bit long. Mm. You know, we, in Brazil we went to school from seven thirty in the morning to twelve thirty in the afternoon. Okay. Um, you know, twelve thirty and then you went home and you got lunch at home yeah. kids that you know wanted the extra, like kids that were head academically. That they say, oh, I want, I want to study a little more. Yeah, they would come back to school to the school library and just kind of do that on their own. Sometimes the school provided. You now, hey, we have mini class in the afternoon. It'd be like a fifty minute class that you can come and, and catch on. Okay, uh, but really, it, you know, from seven thirty to twelve thirty was kind of the core classes we got, you know? mm. and there was not much of extracurriculars. Now, yeah. that being the pro is also being the con because I do appreciate how much extracurriculars our kids in America have mm-hmm. to be able to expand the horizons. You know, the arts, the music, the bands, the yeah. you know, the culinary, culinary classes, the all the other things that they get to do besides just math, science, yeah, you know, languages.
0: Um, in Brazil, classes, it's only, yeah. that was it. <laughs> you know? Yeah,
1: uh, math, science, languages. Uh, let let's get it done. Go home see it mm-hmm. tomorrow uh, but I don't feel like there was a hinder you know i feel I felt like I learned everything I could have learned yeah. during during school of course. you know yeah, yeah. Uh, and since there's no passing period, that doesn't matter on you know there's no lunch in school, so that doesn't add time yeah to to our day in Brazil but sure. uh they're different and i don't I don't like. I don't want to say one is better than the other. Yeah, I think that yeah. there's pros, pros and cons to both. Of course. Um, if there was a middle, you know, a middle ground where, you know, we can offer this to some of the kids and we can offer this to the kids that want it. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Right. Uh, but obviously, uh, you know, not really realistic.
0: But... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't think there's one specific way you know in general that's just like better than another and i think yeah i think yeah. there's just like you said pros and cons to both yeah and they're i think, different. i think that the length of school in the states at least is i think it's more geared towards like parents and the working schedule would you agree absolutely
1: i understand that yeah for sure
0: and i i don't sure. i don't know if that's a you know i i agree i think it's a little long especially when you got kids that do do like do have uh, involvement in sports or band or choir, extracurriculars yes. you know, outside of that, it, man, it makes for a really long day.
1: For sure. And, and and the other thing is like the difference, one of the differences, obviously like a lot of, a lot of the working uh, business in Brazil, they kind of close for lunch, you oh, know, okay. like growing up, it'd f- be funny you go in town. Like nowadays, not as much because I think, Is catching on to kind of what the U.S. model is, Uh, but that's a good. Growing up was like (laughs) yeah, the the business with clothes like between noon and one, you see all the stores closing. Oh yeah, like close for lunch, you know. Yeah, it's like for parents to go
0: home, take care of the kids, and then
1: yeah, and people go get lunch and then come back to work at one and then stay at work until five, whatever. Yeah, Uh, but also there's a a little bit of. liberty um, tied into like, hey, I, you know, my mom was like, hey, you just get home, you warm up the food and you eat it. Yeah. And, right. you know, do do your own thing and, and then you know what time practice starts and you got to go to practice. You know what time you mm-hmm. have to go back to school if you have to and then it's just kind of like more independence as in like, hey, I got to go to work. Yeah. You got to go take care of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I, uh, think,
0: that, I, I think, I think the states used to be more like that but man, it is, even from when I was a kid, you know, like... Right. I, I, like, remember some of those moments, too, you know? The same thing. Like, it's like, mom's like, hey, like, take care of yourself, you know, get home. Like, I'll be home in an hour or, you know, whenever. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, whenever, like, like,
0: yeah. Yeah, like, get your homework done, get to work, and, you know, and I'll be there to pick you up for soccer practice or whatever right. it was. Right,
1: and, and, and things change, too. I mean, it's obviously yeah. things are changing constantly, yeah. but, um, but again, it, it, it's, it's just... Different than mm-hmm. you know, than when we yeah. grew up. Yeah,
0: it's cool to hear. Like I, I love hearing about the differences and like the way people grew up. You know, even even in the states. You know, I mean, right from right. like the West Coast to the East Coast. To you know, if you if you grew up in New York, life's completely different. You know, hundred percent. If you grew up in, then if you grew up in, you know zionsville indiana or uh you know <laughs> yes, like i went to a small sure. school in southern indiana my experience was much different than the people and, and a lot of the athletes and students that i coached in uh, back in minnesota when i was living there and and you know like you're talking about now it's like schools of lots of kids you know like would you say yeah.
1: 1800? 1800
0: 1800 yeah a and i mean it's one of the schools that i coached at in minnesota it's like 3000 you know it's like yeah. so many kids so it's like dang like I can't imagine that experience when I had a graduating class of 120 was my graduating class from high school. And, you know, Bethel is 3000. So it's like, it's like going to Bethel, you know, it's like, geez.
1: It was just crazy. Yeah. Those
0: differences are, are, are interesting. I just, I find it really, really interesting. That's cool. Yeah, I
1: agree.
0: You talked about, um, that your, your parents, they split up. Uh, when you were young. How old were you when that happened?
1: I believe two to three. Okay, I so it was pretty young. Exactly remember. Yeah. yeah, I was fairly young. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you do you look at that and um I mean I here's my so I my parents split up uh when I was in high school. So they, okay. they got a divorce my sophomore year of high school, I think. So like uh-huh. 15 16 somewhere around in there. And so it was a little bit later in life and in you know I those things affect you differently at different ages, obviously. Right. But right. I look at, you know, my mom, I look at my dad. Like, I, I have a relationship with both of them, very close with both of my parents. But I look at that and, uh, you know, there's just different things that I look at my mom and the way that she, kind of like you said, you know, like she worked really hard and <laughs> she busted her butt to, like, take care of me and, and to make sure I had what I needed and at the expense of her, you know? Right. And I look at some of those things and it's really it's inspiring it's something that you know i think as we as we get older i think we learn to appreciate the things that our parents did for us way more but do you see those things do you you know you kind of touched on it i guess but are there oh, yeah, specific 100%. things um, that like really you know stick out to you
1: yeah like she like she wouldn't do things that i knew she wanted to do because mm, she, knew yeah. she had to go to She knew she had to come come home, you know, like all those things that obviously she sacrificed, you know. And I like and like you said, you kind of learn that when you grow, because when I was young, I'm like, you know, my dad came to visit. It was fantastic. It was a great time, you know, and my relationship with my dad is not great. Um, Like we don't I haven't seen him in four or five years at this point, you know, Um, obviously, you know, he has his grandkids, but they really haven't met up. You know, yeah, they really don't yeah. know about him. But um but he, he would come when I was young, he'd come, and fun, you know, hang out, play, whatnot. And then as I grew I under- started understanding like that if he had helped a little bit, you know, whatever, financially, emotionally, right. however he could have helped, yeah. My mom wouldn't have to do as much. And I'm like, That's not fair. Yeah. You know, that's not right. Yeah. And I'm like, Come on, Dad, that's not, you know. Yeah. Like, all this time that I spent thinking, oh, everything is cool, everything is good, you yeah.
0: know? You just didn't know any better. You didn't know any different. No, I didn't. Yeah. Yes. And
1: then, so, when I when I started growing, I started telling them, hey, listen, you know, I understand that, obviously, you're still my dad, and I appreciate, you know, obviously, that you are my dad, but, unfortunately, like, the, the relationship that has been breaking throughout mm-hmm. this time, it's tough, because... You could have helped, you know. Yeah. You could have. You could have been there. You could have. You chose not to, and yeah. and he takes it hard too. Obviously, because you know, I think he regrets obviously, sure, you know, not not being there more. But
0: we all learn and grow but, as we get older. Yeah, you know. it's not hundred <laughs>
1: percent. Yeah, yes. Um, but uh, like I said, my mom. You know, everything that my mom did it was it was. Unbelievable, and mm-hmm. and I think that the way I I'm wired now is a lot because of how I seen yeah. the things that she's done. You know, like you know, mm-hmm. I, we there's no there's nothing that's gonna stop us from getting to the place where we want to be. Let's go get it, yeah. right? And, yeah. and that's what kind of her mentality was. It's like that's no, cool. there's n- nothing that stop me now. So
0: yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I completely agree. I mean, it's just it's crazy how much our upbringing and like. uh even even like career path, you know, uh, how yes. we have like – you see so many people and I, I think, you know, it. there's a comfort. There's something that like our brains kind of like understand things differently and, and you're like, oh, that's the that's, – that's what's possible, right? When you yes. look at your parents and you're like, oh, yes. that's what's possible. Yes. And so it's cool to see when people go like – or – it's it's both sides right when you see no matter where you're at you see young people growing up and they don't know any different right they right. don't know how right. what's possible because right. maybe they don't have that support or they don't have that example at home and and then the vice versa you know when you see people that are like oh you you have no like limits right like you have no nothing stopping yes. you from. yes and yes. finding that that balance and and like I think it's the people, you know, it's the, it's the coaches, it's the teachers that allow you to like build those relationships and push those students and push young people to go like, Hey, like things are possible. You can do a lot more, For than sure. but I, I even, you know, I mean, I look at my own life. I look at, you know, my, you know, people around me. And as I do this podcast, I, it's, it's just interesting to see where you're like, Oh yeah. Like you followed in similar footsteps or like, yes, man, yeah. you really broke out of that. You know, you punched that glass yeah. ceiling and you really like outdid yourself. And,
1: and then the crazy part is like, yet so different. Yeah, we are somewhat very similar. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like the way we we go about life, it's like we we kind of like, hey, yeah, we we understood. Mm-hmm. No, we didn't understand, but still we, we fought through it.
0: Yeah, and yeah. It's kind of cool. We yeah, totally. I love that. I think it's really cool as well. When so you are you are your English is amazing. It's really great. Oh, thank you. When did you start? learning english was that at a like in school or was that later so on?
1: um so like not really because like i said there's the extras um uh, in brazil like yeah i'd have to pay to go to english like ah. english school gotcha and it'd be like you know in the afternoon um although we had like english As a second language in class during the day, yeah, we only saw the teacher like once a week. Sure, Uh, it wasn't a regular thing, so I didn't really learn much there. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, I learned when I was an exchange student. Oh, so I had an opportunity to be an exchange student when I was in high school, my senior year. Oh, nice. I actually had had graduated um, high school in Brazil, and then got this opportunity, and it was upstate New York, uh, Ah, small town near Ithaca, and then I came over uh and I had a dictionary and uh, you know just eager to learn and that's awesome. uh, nobody around these book po- Portuguese so <laughs> I had to learn yeah uh, but yeah that's kind of where I learned um and, and I'm still working on it you know obviously I have to teach kids and I have to use this language to teach kids yeah uh, and you know they, the kids are still sometimes, Will catch me saying something that <laughs> was not the right way. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. So let me know.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, they'll be quick to but, let you know, won't they? <laughs>
1: oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. But yeah, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. It was, it was not easy to learn for sure. It was.
0: Yeah. but it's been a journey. Do you speak any other languages?
1: Uh, Spanish, Spanish. Um But more so um, because of my relationship with some of the the guys on the soccer team that yeah, was from right. Mexico. I know. Uh, it, it's very similar to Portuguese. If if you really if i really thought about it yeah really similar so yeah. back back in school back in college we kind of i spoke to them in portuguese and they spoke back in spanish that's mm. kind of how we talk to each other yeah in college and then kind of that's kind of how i picked up so i do a lot better talking Sure. and understanding than yeah. writing or or you know writing an essay in Spanish or yeah, you know i I don't think I'd be able to do that, but conversationally, yeah. I think I think I'm okay.
0: I feel like I picked up a lot of Spanish playing soccer as well with you know we, had, we <laughs> had a lot of like Spanish speakers, you know we had so many different countries and cultures uh, I know. represented, which I thought was really cool personally like I, that's one thing I love about just sports and athletics in general like it brings. It's like this unique bond that kind of brings other, like people from around the world together, for especially sure. soccer because for sure, it's uh, it's more popular. I think it's growing though, uh, but yeah, I th- it's more yeah, popular yeah. around the world probably than yeah.
1: It is in, here, but I here. think it has grown since 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 we were in college. I, mean, I, it has I agree, yeah, yeah, Greatly yeah. already, but yeah, uh, not nothing compared to what it is around the world. But but yeah. like you said, it it, it brings people
0: together for sure. For sure, definitely. Well and it doesn't require language necessarily, you know? No. Like no. you I played on uh back in Minnesota I played on just like a indoor league um uh, before mm. we moved. It was with a bunch of guys from Columbia. And uh right. I was like the only white guy on the team and so they're all speaking in Spanish. But I you don't one being at Bethel and with the group of guys that you know we played with and whatnot, I I knew quite a bit, you know, <laughs> like, right, at right. least the soccer terms, I knew those for sure. So right. I knew what they were saying, but it just doesn't require you, you get no. the point across no matter what yes, language yes. you're saying. <laughs> you're like, yes. oh, you want me to go there? I got it. Like, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, you don't
1: need, you don't need, you don't really need to speak it.
0: Yeah. To, to, yeah.
1: To understand
0: it. Yeah. That's, uh, it's crazy because I, you know, Americans, your standard American is, uh, we don't really know a lot of other languages but most other like countries people from other countries and other places around the world like know one or two different languages you know and uh, yes
1: and it, it, the crazy part is like like in brazil for example i'll say that because that's where i know you know everybody like wanted to know english it's like sure. english was like wow well, you know english like yeah. so i spoke <laughs> english around that's just like oh yeah it's like something extraterrestrial you know? yeah so, so maybe because like the english language is so popular around the world i and, guess so. like maybe in america they don't feel like they need to yeah. know anything else because yeah. yeah i already know the language that everybody's want to know
0: yeah I, but it's very arrogant but yeah you're yeah, probably but right it, <laughs>
1: but, but, it, but it, it, if if i knew you know if my first English would I have, you know, when yeah. reached out to somebody to learn the different ways? I don't, True. I don't
0: know. Yeah, well, you and know? I haven't been forced to, you know. I, it's funny because I, I, my wife and I, you know, living in Florida, we live in South Florida and, you know, there's lots of Brazilians down here, lots of mm-hmm. Portuguese um, and just a lot of like Latin culture in general. Right. Know? And uh, it's one of those things we've talked about a lot. I'm like, man, if I don't learn Spanish while I'm here, at least like try or attempt, like I'm missing out on an opportunity just because it's just a, it's a cultural melting pot where we live and and it's just the ability to learn and to practice and to try, like, I think is, is half of it, you know, like if you, if you can't just like attempt to speak and then, you Know it's just like your middle schoolers where they're like, no, it's not like that. You know, people will uh, help you, like, people appreciate yes, when yes. you like try to speak their language. And
1: no, yeah, when you try, it's a, a hundred percent. And that's that's kind of how I did it. I was like, uh, you know, if I don't speak, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm probably gonna go hungry. You know, I'm <laughs> not gonna go hungry because they showed me where the food is.
0: Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> exactly. but
1: if I'm out and about and I don't know how to speak yeah, it, yeah, it's gonna be a struggle. Yeah,
0: <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I was on a cruise with my family recently. We went um, we went on a cruise for a few days. And um, it was kind of cool because, you know, on a cruise ship, there a lot of the staff is just from around the world. But right. it was really interesting where it was like, oh, I know how to say thank you in, like, a lot of different languages. And it's kind of cool to be able to... To like look at those and and just a simple thank you will go a long way as well. Absolutely. But it's just kind of, I don't know, it's just like really cool to be like, oh, I I know a a word in (laughs) so many different languages, but it's it's an important thing. Thank you is an important word to learn. For sure, for sure. What kind of student were you?
1: Um, I was a bit rowdy. Uh, yeah, had a lot of energy, um, and you know, <laughs> I have a lot of those students now, and I think it's karma. Uh, <laughs> coming back to get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, I think, um, I think because of the way my setup was at home too, you know, like I, I had a lot of freedom to do a lot of things sure. outside. So I, you know, I was never really home, home studying or reading a book or you know or doing anything like. School-wise, I was always active, you know, yeah. playing games with my friends, you know, playing tag, playing hide-and-go-seek, playing soccer, you yeah. know, playing sports. So when I got to school, like being in a classroom for that amount of time, it was, it was difficult. It wasn't mm-hmm. easy. Um, so I, I caused a little bit of troubles uh, until <laughs> to about sixth or seventh grade. Uh, that's when kind of the, 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 light, the light switch went off. But before that, I, I was a little bit out there energetic you know i didn't have bad grades i wasn't i know i wasn't trying to be bad right just had a lot of energy you know and then like i wanted to get out of my seat and go to the back of the class you know i wanted to do something funny so everybody would laugh and i didn't know the times of it as best um as i should have
0: sure sure
1: (laughs) which i feel bad for my teachers for that but like (laughs) class was you know was my my heaven it was like my escape so PE class I wasn't you know my domain I was like I felt like I belonged you know yeah yeah Um, and that's kind of how I became to to want to be a PE teacher because it felt like the only teacher that understood me was my PE teacher Mm -hmm. growing up you know and I had him for many many years before he moved away and he was such a great guy Um, and you know and he had so much care so much care Mm. Uh, for us students, and like for me personally, that it was like, wow, this guy gets to do this. And yeah. he literally changed the way I'm thinking about things outside mm. of this class. You know, I want to be that guy to somebody else. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how I got to be. Um,
0: have you, have you, you talked know, to I him since? Like have a, not. I yeah. just
1: recently found them on social media oh,
0: and I'm going to reach out to him.
1: I'm going to yeah. reach out to him because, um, I don't know if he knows I'm a PE teacher. Yeah. Um, you know, and then I wanted to tell him, I want to tell him that that's kind of, he was one of the reasons why.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and he's still teaching. He's still a PE teacher. That's awesome. Um, you know, and he had. I just saw an article too that he created a new program in his school that he's teaching in. And, That's awesome. But anyways, um, you'll
0: have to let us know if uh, how that goes if you ever reach out yes, to him because sure. I'd love to yeah. hear. I've wanted yeah, to. Yeah. You know, I'm still in touch with my like soccer coach and my wrestling coach, but they were two of the. I don't know, just big. Um, they were my like you were talking about with your PE teacher. It's like they they supported me so much and and they helped me right. through so much and especially you know going through the divorce with my family and my, my parents and right. whatnot. They like stepped up huge, you know, and were just big right. influences. And again, it's one of those things later on in life. I'm like, oh wow, like they really like yeah. I can't believe how much they, they like, came yeah. in and helped me out. And yeah. I don't know if they're yeah. listening or if they listen to the podcast or not, but I, it's one of those things that I. I plan to and i want to and that's on my my list for 2020 for, for sure. sure but is to write them and and thank them and to let them know yeah. what what a difference and they did and they made in my life
1: and with the coaches that i've had the coaches that i've had i've been in touch with them you know the coaches that yeah. really impacted and even when i go back i try to always bring them something from here you know like last time yeah. i brought him i brought him a jersey that, nice from a club that i coached here that's and cool he he loved it he was like you know he works at a bank in brazil nice. Um, as well as he's a coach. So the only way I can find him is if I go to the bank during regular banking hours. Yeah. So I get in line, you know, and, and I'm going through the line and then all of a sudden <laughs> he's like, he looks up and he goes, ah, <laughs> <laughs> come back on here, come back on here. So I walk him back around, I'm sitting over yeah. there with him, you know, and it's like, stop pretending to clients. I'm like, we're, we chatted up and yeah. I give him the jersey. He was That's really awesome. happy and appreciative. But it, it's awesome. It's awesome to, yeah. to go back, like you said, and thank them because yeah. you realize how much they meant. Now, um, you know
0: yeah and i think you know like even now like as as a young teacher young coach i mean i think that it helps you stay motivated and just uh, stay sure. like energized and to keep that same um energy as you continue to like you know do what you do and um, for
1: sure for sure i totally agree with you totally
0: yeah, agree with you yeah i don't I was uh gonna ask my follow up question was gonna be like if there was anybody that was like an inspiration or like really you know mentored you or like kind of pushed you in the direction that you've gone throughout life, but you kind of touched on that with your with your teacher your your p e teacher is there anybody yeah. else
1: yeah. no there's a couple coaches um yeah. you know, and I'll touch base a little bit like when i was when I was fifteen i left I left home to go play soccer somewhere else. Uh, okay. And I'll explain a little bit, just a little bit, so we kind of understand yeah, as well. Yeah, please. Uh, the way it works, uh, you know, my town was small, so, you know, I was not going to make to play professional soccer playing in my town. Yeah. The kids in my town, we play, so in the hopes of the professional teams watch us and they go, hey, we want you to play for our academy. Mm. Come live with us. So, like, for example, in here, would say the Chicago Fire. Right. The Chicago Fire comes to Zionsville and watches – johnny play and he goes hey johnny you are really good we want you to go live in chicago and play for our academy yeah and then at 15 years old i did that i was like that's awesome well yeah i was like yep let's do it okay but, you know, it was, <laughs> yeah it was a it was a bit of a you know a bit of an interesting situation because i had i had been gone so we get in the butt we get on the bus with my my own team we'll go to this tournament out of town we're playing and we play against the team that was the professional team, you know. We play against their academy,
0: mm, yeah.
1: and we end up we end up losing two to one. Great game, but I scored a goal. Mm. Um, and then after the game, their coach comes to me and goes, "Hey, we really like you. We want you to come over to play for us." And this is like five hours away from where I lived yeah. at the time. And so my coach, this coach that really touched me, his name is Lobita, and, and that guy that gave the jersey to and whatnot. He goes, yeah. "Hey, listen. My advice to you is just." Instead of coming back home with us, get on their bus and mm. go with them. Oh, wow. And I'm like, okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. You're saying don't go back home, get on their <laughs> bus, and go there with them. Yeah. And, I, and he said, that's my advice to you because I know if you go back home, your mom is not going to let you go. Mm. That's what he said. like your mom is not going to let you go. Play. So at that time, I'm like, looking back now, I'm going, what, that, what was I thinking? I was 15 years old. <laughs> So here I take my stuff on my bus, out of the bus, go to their bus. Hey, let's go. I'm yeah. going black. So he goes back. My mom is fuming.
0: Oh, I bet.
1: Obviously, you know she's so like, <laughs> "Why'd you let him stay? What are you doing?" Well, actually, Whatever, I you
0: know. encouraged him to. No. <laughs> yes.
1: And then, um, and then the crazy part is like, so you know we don't have cell phones at the time. Yeah. So I go on the pay phone. I call my mom. Like I'm out over there in the other town already, you know, where I was gonna play. Yeah, and then I call her, and she's like, "What are you doing get back home?" <laughs> I'm like, "How am I gonna get back?" <laughs> yeah. What do you want me to do? But anyways, um, so end up staying, you know, and had a had a decent time there. But from there, I bounced off to a couple other teams too. But ended up uh, ultimately, um ultimately uh, not pursuing that career yeah uh, just because how tough it was and because of education mm. um, i was the only player on my u17 team that was still going to school oh. at the time i'm like i'm not gonna quit school i'm gonna continue to go to high school yeah, because yeah. i don't wanna That's i don't want to nice. miss out on anything down the road um, and everybody was like no we're, we're done with school we're just gonna play <laughs> so you know it, it was it was tough it was tough to play and study at the same time yeah for sure I, because there's no sports in school and whatnot as well, right. uh, but anyways, there's a couple coaches down at that at that time that you know were really impactful, um, along with this guy that encouraged me to grow. And I think that you know looking back, yeah, yes, I probably should have came back home and then left. Yeah. Um, but that decision really changed, um, a lot of what my life was, you yeah. know, like I learned so much being away from home and I grew so much, obviously, you know, I had no help from parents anymore. Yeah. You know, I had, I had kind of to be on my own and it was kind of like breaking awesome.
0: through that glass ceiling that we were talking about. Before, oh, yes. It's like what was for possible. Sure. It was
1: like, Oh, for sure. Um, but then along the way, obviously, you know, I had a couple of teachers there that really stepped up because obviously, you know, I was away from home and I was True. away from my family and they stepped up and. Big time, and always, you know, teachers and coaches, and, and that's the crazy part about this is like they have such a power to influence, you know, kids' mm-hmm. lives. Yeah. You know such a power, and then the kid, the teachers that really cared, you could tell. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could. You probably can attest to that too. You know, the yeah, teachers that truly sure. cared for you, you know, not the ones that got in, taught the the subject, got out. You know, they really yeah. appreciated that you were there in their class and learning. And yep. Whatnot. So. Yep. Um, and it's the little you, things.
0: But, it's just those little. It's the little things that they, they help you with, you know, and for sure, and for sure, I don't know, yeah, I, I can, I can attest to that for sure, definitely.
1: But, uh, but then, yeah, so uh, along along those lines, it was two years. I was kind of, you know, playing and and got a chance to play with one of my best friends, um, who who actually now plays professionally in Portugal, and that's kind of one of my one of my good buddies. That's awesome. Um, he decided to stick with it, and he succeeded, and. He's doing very well. Um, But, you know, the relationships that I built along the way, those two, two and a half, three years, it was fantastic. Then that's when I was like, this this is the time where I go, do I go to university? Do I go to college? Or do I play soccer? And I was like, I'm going to go to college, I think. yeah, More more so because of the influence of my mom. Yeah, And she was like, yeah, I think you should do this. And, And then during that time, that's when the opportunity to be an exchange student came up. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh, let me jump on this. Let's see what happens. And when I came over, I was like, Hey, you can do both in here. This is awesome. You can play <laughs> soccer and go to college. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh, boom. Let's do it. Right? What Let's was the
0: what was the exchange program? What was that like? Like was, what was that process exchange. like?
1: Oh, it was awesome. Awesome. One of the best things I've done in my life. I have a tattoo on my on my wrist for uh, actually the town that I lived in. That's it was cool. Newark Valley. It was awesome uh but it was through rotary uh rotary is a volunteering okay uh program that more mostly adults that you know they they had they have in different many different towns around the world and they mm-hmm. do a bunch of just a bunch of community service really and they meet once a week and they yeah. talk about the community service and they go out and do community service and they have this program uh for exchange students uh, mainly i think to expand people's views right
0: yeah like, which is important you know, that's yes,
1: once you get out of your comfort zone and you go learn about somebody else's culture yeah. and you teach somebody else about your own culture, you know, yeah, how much exactly. you can learn and how much you can get together, mm-hmm. and their idea is that the more they can do that, um, obviously, the more they can bring the world together. Um, but but yeah, got got a chance to to go and um, it was awesome. Um, and since I had graduated,
0: there was like no, there was like no reason not to.
1: No, yeah, I had, and I was like, so I got, I got to high school, and I'm going, I'm here to literally make friends, learn English, and have fun. Yeah. Literally, that's all I had to do. That's awesome. You know? Yeah. was like, like, perfect. (laughs) Yeah, so the first day, so I I get to school, and all I have is my soccer ball. Like, I brought my soccer ball to school, literally. Yeah. And and that's it. I had no backpack, (laughs) no, no notebook. Go to the guidance office, and she goes, "Wait a minute, you know you're coming to school, right?" Yeah. I'm like, I had no idea what she saying. You know, um, and the funny part is that that first day, she goes, "You don't have to go today. You don't have to go to school today." So, so my host dad, um, um, who was a police officer, and he's a jail administrator. He's a captain, okay, and he's in charge of the jail in the county in nice. New York. He goes, oh, well, I guess you're going to have to go to work with me, uh, right? Cool. So here am I, right? <laughs> a Brazil jersey, a soccer ball, walking into a jail. <laughs> and I'm like, what are we doing here, people? I thought I was going to be in school. I uh, thought I was going to make friends, you know, yeah. and they like, he's like, obviously he goes through many doors, you know, and that was the very first day. I met, wow. the very first day in America, and I'm like what am i what am i doing here like what am <laughs> i yeah. doing you don't
0: like, speak the just, language like you don't yeah, yeah like it's no idea what's happening. We're
1: to <laughs> this place and then like obviously no, you know i see obviously all the inmates and the way the jail works and whatnot he gives me a tour he tells me the guy to give me a tour and i'm like i have no idea what's going on because yeah. i don't speak a language but then it got better obviously i you know sure. I to go to school and all that um but i got to build um, some incredible relationships especially with the host families uh, i had i had three host families um, the middle one wasn't wasn't super great i mean i appreciated them for taking me in but we were just yeah. so different you know they yeah they loved reading books they loved mm. staying in you know yeah so different for me like and they were never home yeah um you know but this first one the guy that picked me up um his name is mark um, and their family it, it was unbelievable um, how much they they did for me and I'm still in touch as a matter of fact that's why my phone number is from New York still. Oh
0: I'm that's still cool
1: their plan yeah yes I'm still on their phone plan. That's awesome um, you that's know I, awesome. Send, I send them money every every six months but anyway um, in, you know and and that's kind of like when I talked when I talk to you about not having a dad present yeah at, when I was 18 years old living with them, mm-hmm. I felt. You know how how it was, oh, what it is to yeah. have a dad. You know, yeah. like it was that wow, father
0: figure this, was finally present.
1: Yes, this is what it feels to have a dad at home. You know, mm. like he, I remember him buying buying soccer goals. Like he went to the store, bought like many pug goals, brought yeah. to the yard, put on the yard, and goes, "Let's play." That's and awesome. I'm like, what? And I'm <laughs> like, what? You, you want to play soccer with me? Yeah. Like you know, it's it's it was yeah. unbelievable. And then my third host family was also. Incredible, uh, incredible people, and also the guy in that host family too. You know, another great dad, mm-hmm. great father figure. How much he did for his kids, and how much he did for me. You know, and then those two. His name was Bob. It was Mark and Bob. And those two, I'm forever grateful for. You That's know incredible. what they've done in that sense. Um, not only you know hosting me, and obviously I'm still sure. in touch with them as well. Not as much as Mark, but still in touch with them. And if they ever listen to this, I want them to know that I truly love and appreciate what they've done because mm-hmm. it was incredible
0: that's awesome that's so cool man that's so cool that's a a really like i don't know i i don't hear i was just asking my wife I, maybe yesterday actually i was like do do americans like do we go and do like foreign exchange stuff because i feel like we should like i, yes. I just don't know anybody that has ever done that
1: you know, and and that's that's the re- the reason I want I wanted to come over. It was because we had we had at our house four Americans oh, cool. staying over. You know, in Brazil, yeah. we always hosted them. My mom is part of Rotary, okay. So we always hosted them. Cool. Um, and and seeing them too, like all, all the stuff they did and got away with it, it was yeah. unbelievable. Anyways, <laughs> uh, you know, like you know, like this is the life. Yeah, Uh, but I agree with you. I think, and I tell I tell my kids in middle school now, hey, if you ever get a chance to go abroad, yes, anytime,
0: period, anytime, you know,
1: (laughs) Um, but even for a year, if you go for a year like I did, do it, do it because it's a life changing experience and it just opens
0: your mind to uh, culture is so important, especially. I mean, growing up in a small town, Indiana, you know, I mean that's pretty much my like upbringing was like small town, Indiana, small town, Illinois. Like I lived in both places, but man, getting outside of that and like just even any type of, of like travel, like even if it's just going to the big city for a week or whatever, like just get out, explore. And and if you have the opportunity to go, you know, anywhere in the world, like just do it, go, like it doesn't matter the amount of time. And be open minded and, and try new things and experience new things. Ask questions. 100%. Like it's just so important to get outside of your bubble and to learn about other people. There's a big, huge world out there. And
1: oh yeah, oh yeah. And, and it's so it's so cool to see. Like when I came at first, the mm-hmm. first time I came, I was like, how much I learned from from the states and yeah. from the culture and from the people. But even more important, how much I learned to appreciate my upbringing.
0: Oh, yeah. My own
1: country, you know, yeah. my own family, my yeah. own background. Like, So I'm missing this now, even though I'm learning some great things. I'm learning how much great things I had back home, too. Yeah. You know, because at, t- at times you go, you know, it's always greener in someone else's backyard. Of course.
0: Right? Always. Yeah. And then
1: and then we never understand that until we go, wait a minute. Right. You know, you get out of your comfort zone. You go, oh, yes, I do love this. But I do
0: appreciate what I had too. Yeah, absolutely. You
1: know? and, and Is there anything great... that
0: sticks out to you that, like, that you can think of that, that was like one of those big, like, oh, I really appreciated this part of my upbringing.
1: Oh man! Oh, there's while a lot of things. While
0: you're thinking, I had, I went after college. I went to Haiti for a few months, right. and it's not literally like something that was like upbringing necessarily but when i remember when i got back something that i really valued and appreciated was i remember driving it was maybe one of the first or second times i had driven since i had been back and like an ambulance was coming down the the street you know and you know in america you just pull off to the side of the road and you get out of the way and i was I like it. Literally brought me to tears, and I don't know why that was such a big thing for me. I was just like, "Man, that's such a beautiful thing that no matter like what's going on, everybody just knows. You just know. You just get over."
1: Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Like I, I, had never really thought about it, but yeah, you're hundred percent correct.
0: I hadn't either until like, I came back, and is, I was like, "Oh, yeah, in,
1: in Brazil, nobody bothers. No,
0: it's like, yeah,
1: get out of the way, people. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know, yeah, what are we thinking." But yeah.
1: you're right. You're right. Um, I'd say probably for me, you know, I like I said, I loved, I loved the people in New York. They were great people. there, fantastic human beings. Um, but you know, the the physical affection, like mm. giving a hug, you know, ah, you know, yeah. truly shaking somebody's hand to shake somebody's hand and look yeah. in the eyes. You know, I didn't really have, I didn't feel that, you know, in New York. Yeah. It was like oh no. The kiss
0: this, on the cheeks, like the Yeah.
1: Yeah. This is cool, like we're friends, you know, we're good buddies, yeah. but we're you stay over there in your personal space, I'll stay over here in my personal space. So I really missed that. Mm, you know, totally hundred uh, percent during that year. So I really like appreciated how much people in Brazil went out of their way, even though sometimes a little bit weird, yeah, you know, to greet you, to make sure you were okay, to make sure that you had what you needed. Not that people in New York didn't. Yeah. It was just different. The way they did it the way they right. went about it right so yeah. I truly appreciated how like how much people hug you in Brazil and how much mm-hmm. you know people yeah. like uh, are really so so effective and so close it's very so, much so.
0: like a Latin culture uh, yeah you know in, in Brazil and and I don't know I, I love that you know in Haiti it was the same way it was like the the little what do you call it, it I mean it's a kiss on the cheek sort of yeah
1: kiss on the cheek but you
0: know it's beautiful the
1: hug, the, yeah it's cool it's, yeah it's, awesome, it's beautiful. Man, I think. And then people genuinely care. And then the people care here too, but people here it's different. Are a little more like reserved, you yeah. Know? And they're more like, hey, I'm going to wait until That's, I open up.
0: Yeah. Skeptical. A little bit, a little bit then, skeptical. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. Can I, I trust you? Like, ah, whatever. <laughs> Who are you? Like,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, sit, come sleep in my own bed in my house. Yeah. Like, drink some coffee, whatever, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's funny.
0: Yeah. Um, That's cool. Yeah, yeah. What led you to Bethel.
1: Ah man, <laughs> so so I'm in New York. You know, one year learned about the the opportunities. Unfortunately, wasn't able to play during that year because I had yeah. been I had graduated in high school already. Yeah, so they didn't let me play. Um, so I couldn't really get recruited then sure. uh, because I wasn't playing. So I yeah. got to play a little bit indoor, but I wasn't able to get recruited then. So
0: yeah,
1: when I go back home, here's literally what I was doing. Um, I would go on ESPN, look on the <laughs> basketball college scores, football college scores, universities, look up their names, see if they had a soccer team, and Google the soccer team.
0: That's awesome.
1: Get the coach's email, send them an email. So here, here I'm sending emails to Stanford, Duke, Yale, yeah. North Carolina, IU, I'm yeah. like, you know, at the time, I had no idea. <laughs> I was never going to get into IU. Yeah. I was never going to get into Duke. Yeah. I barely spoke any English. Yeah. But no, sent. And I, that way, I sent over 400 emails. Wow. Yeah, 400. Um, same email, same template uh, and whatnot. And one of those emails was with, was to coach Thiago at Bethel, nice. whom I didn't know was Brazilian at the time. Yeah. So I sent him the same template. The reason I sent him an email is because there was an exchange student in town that was from America and people learned that I was that I could speak English. So they go, Hey, can you come to training and just help him understand a little bit? Yes, sure. So I came because I had just learned English. I came to help him, you know, translate and whatnot. Yeah. His host family goes, Hey, what are you trying to do? I'm trying to get back to America, I said. To play soccer and go to college yeah oh here's a list of coaches that i know so he gave me a list of four or five coaches that he knew and one of them was coach thiago yeah bethel so same email went out of those 430 come back hey we need a video we need a highlight film yeah and i'm like shit nobody in Brazil <laughs> the video camera yeah people at this time you know like so i'm trying to scrap film and video clips for me playing and whatnot, put a DVD together, send it back to 30 of them. And out of the 30, two of them offered me a spot on the team. One was in Tennessee and one was in Connecticut. And the third one was coach Seattle. He was like, listen, I'm going to give you this much money. You can just sign on here. And I don't even need to watch you play. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, let's do it. You know? Yeah. Um, so I signed on. I was like, because uh, the other two schools didn't offer me any type of money. They're like, "You can come. You can be in the team. Yeah. And then if you do well, we'll, we'll give you a scholarship later on." Um, but yeah, after the 400 emails, wow. it, the all three responses offering me something. Beth was the only one that offered me really a scholarship, uh, or was mainly be, because of how my DVD was. I don't sure. Know, but,
0: what was the uh, period of time like that you had been like working on?
1: so it was so the whole the whole process was one year right okay as soon as i came back from new york to brazil i was like hey i'm gonna start this process because i learned how my host families were like this is what you got to do you got to contact coaches you got to let them know that you're interested and then you know see how it goes so by by december coach chiago goes hey let's let's do the paperwork let's start doing the paperwork let's get the the admission process over with Bethel by December. That's kind of the timeline. Yeah. And then by April, I remember spring break, um, around spring break, that's when I signed my final letter of intent or whatever and got the admission process over to come to school in August, essentially. Wow. Um, from April to August or maybe maybe May to August. Um, and and then from April to August, it was like mayhem. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> And getting the visa, getting the passport, you know, yeah. trying to get everything together, everything set up uh, for us to come, uh, for me to come, but, um, but it worked out. Uh, yeah. You know, I, Does I, Thiago help I, with I, that
0: process, like the passport oh yeah, and yeah. all that? Oh yeah. yeah,
1: he was very helpful. Um, he. Um, we also, I don't know if you met, if you remember Homolo. Yeah. That played on the soccer team yeah, too. Yeah. So Homolo had been at Holy Cross with Thiago okay for a year already so he was a year older than me okay um and when when chago offered me he goes hey here's homeless contact if you need anything ask him yeah. and homelo was extremely helpful with that process as well because he had gone just gone through it too
0: oh okay uh,
1: to yeah. go to holy cross um and then he transferred over with Chiago uh, when Chiago came to Bethel. Um, nice. but yeah, yeah, yeah they were Oh, extremely helpful. And it was fantastic. And when I look back, I go, do I wish I had played in New York? Yes, I do. Do I wish I had been recruited? Yes, I do. But I wouldn't wouldn't change my experience at Bethel for anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. If I
1: had to do it all over again, I'd probably do the exact same thing over again.
0: Yeah, it's hard because you meet meet and you, like, meet the people, friends, some of the best friends and best relationships I I have today. I mean, Sam and Tony, those are two of my best friends, you know, and... I wouldn't change having them in my life and, and those relationships. Those two oh, no. relationships in particular for me are Shoot, like,
1: I, built, I built my family. You know, yeah, yeah, of, you like life. Life not, yeah, you like met your wife. Yeah, exactly. There's no way I would have changed anything, nothing, nothing. If, if if you you know had me offered a full ride to go to Notre Dame and play soccer, I'd probably yeah. still choose to go to Baffle because yeah. of yeah. that, the experiences yep. and their friendships and relationships.
0: What what I did you to, know about Bethel before you came? Did you know much? Nothing.
1: Yeah. Zero. Zero. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you know, like Chad was funny, man. He like on the way from the airport, right? He picks us up, and it was me, Homolo, and Bernardo. I don't know if you met Bernardo either at the time. Yeah. Um, it picked all three of us up. You know, we we arrived the same day, um, and then we're driving from Chicago, you know, and then he drives by Notre Dame. Yeah. Like, and then he goes, oh, okay, he points to the football stadium. He goes, that's the stadium we're going to play in. And then, and then I'm looking at him like, you know, he's got to be joking, right? It yeah. Was he was in the joke, too. Yeah. I'm like, he's joking, right? He's not. No, he's not joking. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're like, no, that's not. That's not true. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, around, you know, around the Dame campus, is like, oh, this is this, this is that. And then we get to Bethel. And then he goes, "No, this is where you're going to live, right here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Surprise.
1: Yeah, he has a good laugh about it, but I had no idea um, of anything. Nothing. Yeah. You
0: know. I feel um, like that was the common, you know, when I first came in as a freshman, uh, several of the English guys, I don't know if you know, uh, I don't know, I'm going to blink on all their names now, but uh, Tim, Timmy. Yes,
1: yes. Yeah. Jenkson.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I was trying to think of their last names. That was my problem. Uh, yeah. yeah, some of those guys. Anyway, like, they were the same way. Like, we knew nothing. Like, we didn't know we had to go to chapel three days a week. Like, oh, we didn't no. know, like, any no. of that. It was just like, no. here, come no, play no. soccer. and
1: yeah.
0: Like, come play yeah. football. And, yeah.
1: yeah. No, there's nothing, no information whatsoever. I mean, I had no idea how big it was, how yeah. small it was, what kind of, Didn't really know. care,
0: though, right? Like, no, I mean, <laughs> it didn't matter. at that point, you know, yeah. it
1: didn't matter to us. Wow. It didn't matter Uh, but it was awesome. Awesome. Awesome experience, obviously.
0: Yeah. What was that transition like for you though?
1: It was crazy. It was crazy again. Um, you know, I, um, I was, I was like in Brazil, literally taking classes already, taking college classes. Yeah. A few of them. Um, but I was like, Hey, I have no idea what this is going to be. I have no idea how it's going to work, but we're going to go do it. Yeah. Um, and it was it was crazy, obviously, as you know. you know that going from uh, I was living on my own,
0: yeah, you know, taking
1: a couple classes here and there, doing to going the complete opposite. <laughs> opposite. Now I'm going. Hey, I got. I'm on a schedule. I got to do curfew. Got to do this okay. this time. <laughs> yeah. Curfew at night. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Like, oh no, you got this many meals a day. You got this that. This, yeah. That. everything was like, hey, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Go now. Now go do it. Yep. And I'm like, it's not bad, but I was like, what? So you're telling me I can't yeah. do whatever I want to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, no, you get to do this, this, and that. You know,
0: I can't go have a beer with my friends, like. No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, you know, with 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 paying for school too, I'm like, hey, I gotta find a job. Yeah. Right away and, and start working right away. So, you know, at Bethel was like, hey, what what can I do here to to work? And then so I got got to work in a dining commons. For, yep. at first and then housekeeping for the rest and uh acorn later on yep um yeah so you know worked all four years i was there and... i feel
0: like the acorn's like a rite of passage you know
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i actually <laughs> really <laughs>
0: liked working at the acorn yeah. it was kind of fun
1: no it was not it was not bad
0: yeah you like bad, met you, know? you get Wednesday to like meet people too. i feel like if you yeah. were a freshman coming in like that's the place to start working because you get to meet everybody oh
1: yeah everybody comes through
0: everybody there. comes through there yeah
1: yeah yeah so it was always so busy, but but it was awesome. It was awesome. I you know um, I got to learn a lot. Obviously, my my English wasn't great still sure. at the time. I had learned, but yeah. you know, I took I had to take like, like there was a class. There was an English class that was like not even for credit, but I yeah. had to take it.
0: Yeah,
1: um, because because of my language uh, skills. So sure, I had to go through that, and uh, but but I I, I loved every, everything about it.
0: That's so cool. That's awesome. And how did you meet your wife? Where, where do you remember first meeting her?
1: Yeah, and I was. I think it was in, in DC. It was in dining carnage. Yeah. Uh, preseason, obviously, we you know we uh, we we ate together all the time. Yeah, it was a little
0: smaller you know, group with of people. Other, yeah. Yeah, we
1: all the teams that were there, and that's just kind of how we met, nice. um, because of soccer, really. Um, and you know, we got to know each other a little bit better, and. Um, and then from there, we started dating and, you know, we got married shortly after, shortly after we finished, um, we finished, we, we got married in 2013 uh, in October. Yeah. So we were finished in May, got married in October.
0: Congrats, uh, man. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it was awesome. Uh, you know, I obviously enjoyed her company through college. She, mm-hmm. she helped a lot, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Little things, big things, you know. Yeah. But obviously, being away from home is never easy.
0: Yeah, um, for know, sure.
1: Uh, but, but she helped a lot, and that was a big part of it, too.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I think we're, I've got a few more questions as we kind of wrap things up here. For sure. Um, what would you say you're most proud of to date?
1: <sighs> Oof. I don't know. I have. I'm. I'm proud of so many things. I'm so. I'm. I'm just so. I mean. I'm. I'm just so. I'm so blessed of yeah. all the things that I've. You know. That I've been able to accomplish so far. Yeah. Uh, but I probably probably see the kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. Being a dad is is cool. Um, that's a that's a great great thing. I enjoy that a lot. Um, but yeah, family being being a family guy and being home um, for my kids is, 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 I think what I'm most proud of.
0: That's awesome. That's great. What do you look forward to most in the future? Do you have any goals and ambitions?
1: Um, you know, I have, I have a couple. Um, I think the biggest one of them is eventually I want to be able to, um, to either create or, or fund, um, a sports sports system that it's a little bit cheaper and a little bit uh, more affordable for, for kids that, that can't that can't afford to play. Yeah, I still think sports in our country are a little bit expensive. Yeah. Um, not only soccer but sports in general. So I think I I think the biggest goal is for me eventually I want to be able to um to create a project or fund a project or be part of a project where um, sports is very cheap and and very inexpensive and we're providing uh, many different avenues for kids to to participate. Um, I love that's that kind of. Kind of the goal uh, not sure don't have a timeline on it I haven't yeah. really you know it's just kind of like hey I'm, I'm gonna continue to do what I'm doing now and once I feel like we are in a good place to to dive into that I'm gonna try to do that uh, and meanwhile cool. awesome. I do try to you know sponsor a couple kids here and there uh, to to play sports and yeah. soccer and basketball and whatnot so
0: yeah that's awesome well yeah I, I, you know, if we can ever help over here at Crazy Face Uno, please don't hesitate to reach out and let us know. And if anybody's listening and has any connections or any thoughts or ideas or advice or financial ability, reach out and we'll uh, try to connect you guys. So,
1: For sure. 100%. Uh,
0: do you ever think about your legacy?
1: Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, you know, um, often, I think. I uh, mean, you know, as a coach, as a teacher. Yeah. I think it it motivates me to, uh, to think, Hey, what, what impact am I making? You know, Mm -hmm. what kind of, what kind of, um, what kind of things that people are going to remember about me, you know?
0: Yeah, um, for sure.
1: Whether, whether I meet them once, uh, whether, whether I have a relationship with them over three, four years coaching them, you know, um, what kind of impact am I making? And, um, and that's not in not in a bad way, I think in a good way of, hey, stay the course, you know, stay positive. Yep. Uh, be a light to somebody because yeah. you never know. You never know when what, what somebody can be going through mm-hmm. in their daily in their daily lives. And, you know, um I think knowing that and thinking about that helps me, you know, not go down and hey, not be down with myself, not being down on other people, but truly stay pod- positive and, and and choose to Choose to be a light in someone's life, um, and I think that that's kind of how I think about it. Um, I that's kind of my goal, you know. Hey, if I can go from um, from point A to point B, and in point B, I've impacted, you know, one life even. Yeah. Um, I I'd, I'd, I'd probably be content and appreciative and and happy that I was able to impact that life positively. So
0: that's beautiful. I love that. I love that i i feel very similarly similarly to you uh as well that's that's like it's just crazy you know i mean you you said it so well because you don't know what people are going through and and just to kind of think about how how you're being perceived and in you know you, how that impacts other people i think is right important. right and uh, and it's
1: not not really an obsession either. Like, no. hey, you know, I want to be the best person ever. No, it's not. a it's just no, kind no, of no. the back of your mind.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's yep. so
1: easy to think about ourselves, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: The hard thing is not to think about ourselves. The hard thing is to think about someone else. It yeah. is hard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but but the more we can obviously you know be uh, be positive, the more we can um, uh, you know fly. The best, the best, um, yeah. the best for us and for people around us who will be.
0: I agree. Couldn't agree more. Thank you. Uh looking back, what advice would you tell little Juo? Oh
1: man. <laughs> uh, go back home. Uh, don't listen to your coach. Uh, yeah, <laughs> go, go home and, and ask your mom permission to leave. Yeah. This no. No. Um, you know, I'd probably I'd probably say the same thing I, I said now. Um, you know, be positive. Yeah. Um, you know, that life, life is not going to be easy. Uh, it's going to be difficult. Um, and actually, Homer said that he, was, he used to always says, that life is good, but it's not easy. Mm. Uh, and he actually said it, you know, he said it in my wedding. He was my best man.
0: That's awesome.
1: Uh, he said it in my wedding. And then on his wedding, that's what I said it to him, too. I was I was his best man as well. And that's I was awesome. like, hey, marriage is good, but it's not easy.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, you know, be positive. Be positive about the things that you go through. Look at them at, as a as a as a growth. You know, either good mm. or bad, you're growing yeah. from it. You're learning from the things that you're doing, and and don't regret. You know, do things and don't regret doing them. And that's kind of what I would tell uh, my younger self. Uh, you, know, um, you know, keep keep tra- keep trying to be the best version of yourself that you can be, mm. uh, and being good to other people and and hopefully things will work out for you. And, you All know, you can for do. me, yeah, and for me, it took a little while to, um, you know, to really see that, you know, I had to, um, I had to go through some, some things, you know, when I was yeah. younger um, to see, hey, you know, it was okay that my dad wasn't present because guess what? When I got to be an exchange student, I had two dads. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Now I have two dads, you know, that I yeah. consider. It. So uh, it's okay. Things are going to work out mm. and, and. Just make sure we're positive and and trying to be the best person we can.
0: I love it. I love it, man. Thank you so much. Is there anything you want to leave us with? Anything you want to say to people listening?
1: No, this is, this is your that, time. This, this is it. No, this is it. Um, you know, we have a choice. I think I tell my students that you know we have a choice to make, um, and and it is not easy to make a choice to to look at someone else before we look at ourselves. Um, it is not the first thing we think about. Uh, but I think it's truly, truly worth it. It's worth, you know, listening to someone else's story. It's worth listening to what they've got to say. It's worth the, the th- uh, thinking about uh, if they're okay. Uh, yeah. uh, because I think if we, if we do that a little bit more each day, um, we're creating a better, a better world. We're creating a better environment for the people that are coming after us, for our kids, for our grandkids and whatnot. So, um, you know, let's, let's keep, let's keep rolling and keep, keep staying positive and keep trying to, 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 to do good things for good people, um, and for other people, because we, uh, that's kind of what we're here for. So, um, that's kind of my, kind of my motto there.
0: Spot on. I love it. Thank you so much. I really, yes. really appreciate talking to you and, and learning a little bit more about your life and growing up and, uh, what, what's brought you to, to who you are today and, um, really, really fun conversation. Thank you so much.
1: Oh yeah, no worries. Thank you, uh, thank you for having me on. I do appreciate what you're doing. You know, like I said, uh, learning a little bit uh, about other people through their stories and how much we can learn from them. Um, yeah. You know, this is awesome. I do appreciate what you're doing, and I'm, I'm, I had a lot of fun talking to you and discussing some things. And I look forward to listening to more of the stories that you bring on.
0: Perfect. Sounds great, man. I'm gonna close things All out. Right. All right. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Please visit us on Facebook and Instagram. You can like, comment on our posts. If you want to go above and beyond, please share the Crazy Face Uno podcast with your friends and family or just random strangers on the street. We're welcome to everyone. Once again, please visit crazyfaceuno.com. You can purchase our merchandise or donate. Your contributions help us tell more stories like JC's stories just like yours. Thanks again for listening. We love you all. Peace.